The views and opinions expressed in the Q&A session podcast are only those of the performers and do not necessarily reflect their employers or any other agency of which they are a part. Q&A session podcast. My name is Adam Kudashat. And my name is JD Atkins. And today we're going to be talking about Nintendo. Good morning. Good morning. It's Grace Amplay. We're starting this podcast in the morning. We usually record these in like the afternoon, evening. I just had my coffee, so I'm I'm a little... He's he's hyped. I am. I'm excited about the podcast too. It's been a while. It's been... Yeah, we had to take a break. Yeah, because I had to... We both had shows that we were... Yeah. Finishing. And then we were going to do it last week, and then I got in a car accident. So. <laughs> yeah. You never told me that story, by the way. Do you, do you uh, feel like sharing? D- uh, no, not on the air. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll tell you later, and also show you my new car, because I got a new How's car. You? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, excited. Which is like exciting, but also sad, because my old car's dead. Your, your old car was total? Talon is dead, yeah. Not, that wasn't like actually total. It was just like the repairs were worth more than the car. That's totaled. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Oh, I'm sorry, man. That's yeah, okay. we we had uh we had some good some good times in that in that, that old car. Yeah. Old so now car. now I have a good new car. one. New car. It was yeah. a new car. Yeah, it was it was fairly new. It was a 2010. Well, we were both driving very different cars when we first got to Grafton. Do yeah. You remember that? I you, was driving a mom van. You were driving a mom van, and I was driving a 2001 Toyota Echo. We were both driving 2001. Echo. We were both driving 2001 Toyotas. Yeah. Here's a question for you: What year is your current Toyota? 2012. Oh man, because we were we were close. Because I'm now I'm now driving a 2014 Toyota. Oh, so you're so, just slightly newer. Slightly than mine. newer. Slightly. But mine yeah. was um mine was actually I like my car because my my car's name by the way is Bullet Bill, which mm-hmm. is this is a tiny little black Yaris. Yeah, it's like this tiny little black Yaris, and it looks like that thing you turn into in Mario Kart when you're in 12th place and the game hey, feels Nintendo bad for you. Hey, <laughs> yay, yeah. <laughs> When the, it's the it really is like the 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 boyfriend girlfriend who doesn't play video games yeah. item in Mario Kart. It's like, oh, you're in twelfth. Okay, sweetie, we'll just go through the right. the question mark, and then you'll get a bullet bill, and, and then you'll be in like third, yeah. and then you'll drop back to twelfth again. But like, yeah. it keeps them interested. But it'll in keep the game. you. Yeah, I guess that is the it's the most frustrating part about Mario Kart. But I think it's probably the thing that makes the game unique as a racing game also more playable in yeah general like you you want to play it more because it it constantly is difficult because mm-hmm. it's actively screwing you over yeah <laughs> yeah it is a lot of the time i mean a lot of the games that i find myself playing a lot are super difficult because they like the game they is actively like try to how can you. i how can i make these people not win <laughs> yeah there there are lots of games out there that are like that at which point you just turn turn down the difficulty and then you, you or try just, it again. When it's me, it's like I just curse a lot, <laughs> just, just throw things. I always said, I back when I was younger and like I was in college and I I don't know I would write down stuff because I was in an improv troupe and I kind of had it in the back of my brain to eventually try to do a stand up set. So every now and then I'd have a weird thought and I'd write it down. Um, one of the weird thoughts was um, so if you were in the Matrix. 
<laughs> could you just turn down the difficulty a little bit? <laughs> like they hack in and then they they set the difficulty to easy. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what that movie is. Yeah. After a certain point, I guess it's so. Just... They that's no they they their version of they have mods basically. Yeah. It's the Matrix with mods. Yeah, they <laughs> mod out their character to crap so that they can. Just waste everybody. My thing with video games is that I would always, like, when I was a kid, or, like, and this was, like, high school and stuff, I would get really frustrated because I'd be trying something really difficult, and i just get really frustrated, and, like, I'm the type of person who won't let something go that I'm trying to do. Like, I have this goal in my mind, and I'm like, I'm not going to stop until I get it, no matter how frustrated I get. Yeah, you're a completionist. And so my mom would always get, like really upset for me she'd be like oh why don't you just stop you're getting frustrated like we don't want and she'd like try to stop me i'm like mom this is not helping mom i've got to do this and just like be the most obnoxious son ever and sorry mom that's funny (laughs) sorry mom but i still do it i still like if i get really frustrated about something and she she always tried to talk me out of what i'm frustrated about yeah that does not help me in the moment (laughs) it just makes me more upset Oh, like, and in hindsight, bad. like, I always, I'm like, oh, she was just looking out for me. But, like, in the moment, I'm like, mom! <laughs> mom, stop it! I don't, it doesn't help! I don't know that there's anything I ever really got that mad at my parents about when I was younger. I mean, it's not like me being angry at my mother. It's just me being, Yeah, like, just tr- stupid like, fights, yeah. And it's also, like, it goes back to me being, like, I, like, regress as a person sometimes <laughs> when I talk to my mom. Where, like... I think everybody does. I, like... <laughs> Because I'm just like, it's a habit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You form these habits in talking to your mom, and then you become an adult. And, like, it took me, like, four years of being an adult to, like, admit to my mother that I loved her. Like, mm. just, just be, to, like, to, like, be like, love wow. you, mom. Like, <laughs> That's... yeah. But, like, because, like, when you're a teenager, you don't want to say, I love you to your mom. Like, around I said your I friends love you and to stuff. My... Oh, not around your yeah, friends. Yeah, around your friends and stuff. So, like, it took me a while to, like, break that habit yeah. and be like, Oh, I love my mom. My mom's great. Any of our high school age listeners that are listening, as much as your parents seem uncool right now, when you're in your early to late 20s, they're going to be the coolest people that you know. Yeah, absolutely. They really are. My parents, um, just they just seemed cooler and cooler to me the older I got. Because it's. I think it's because you're becoming an adult and you have nothing in the world figured out. And you suddenly realize how amazing... It is to know an adult who has it all kind of put together. And can it help you through all of like those moments where you're like, okay, so I tried this thing and nothing yeah. worked. And then also life decided to like punch me in the head. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know where to go from here. And they're there to like, well, usually they're there to um, be like, yeah, hey, this is how we handle the situation. And here is some help. And, and why don't you come over and I'll make yeah. you dinner and like whatever it is like or I will drive I mean we both had the situation where our, something has gone wrong in our lives and our parents have driven into town yeah to help us actually out. that was my that brings me back to the original uh, story that I was gonna tell which is how um, my first year here I was in that echo mm-hmm. and I was on the way to an Eddie Izzard concert who um, is my favorite comedian, and I've still never seen him live because I was going to that show, and uh, then I uh, started hydroplaning at 45 miles an hour, and I totaled that car. And, uh, yeah, so that, that was the end of Kiltron, um, which was the name of my Toyota Echo. This was the first car... He I- was a Decepticon. 
This is the first car I've totaled. Uh, I, I have had another car totaled that I owned, but I was not in it, nor, nor was I driving it. One of my ex-girlfriends totaled oh, my dang. car. Oh, dang. And I still dated her afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even charge her for the car or anything. I, I guess I guess that, yeah, you just kind of, I, I guess that's you got to roll with the punches with yeah. that, I guess. Yeah. That's interesting, though. I don't think I've ever, I, I barely ever let anybody else drive my car. Because, uh, I don't know, I guess... I was much more, like, open to it in college. But also, I had a lot more friends who were, like, around that could drive my car in sure. college. Like, now, there aren't that many people within, like, short driving distance. Or, like, that, like, oh, yeah, just take my car and run to the store. Like, that yeah. doesn't happen when you're, like, a full-grown adult. Right. Or as close to full-grown adult as, as we are. Or as we'll ever get. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like when I'm like 35, I might be more of an adult than I am now. I, I, that's another thing, high school age listeners, that you'll realize as you get older is that you never have that 100% that feeling that you're an adult. Or at least for me, I've yet, always felt like I'm sort of pretending. And it's like you keep, you keep thinking about, well, okay, when I imagine myself as 30 years old, then I'm going to really feel like an adult. But I don't think – that's what I thought about this age when I was, like, 21. I was like, okay, when I'm in my late 20s, I'll probably feel like a real adult. I think How I Met Your Mother prepared me really well for being 20 – late 20s because <laughs> they're not grown-ups. No, they're and not. And I was like, that's, that seems like what <laughs> I'll not. be like. And it is. Like, How it old is. are the Friends gang? Rachel. Okay. 24 in the pilot, 34 in the finale. Okay. Monica, 24 in the pilot, 34 in the finale. Okay. Although, apparently, she misstates her name. They don't seem like names. they're 24. No, I mean, they're they're not. <laughs> Their characters okay, are. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Phoebe, 27 in the pilot, 37 in the finale. Okay. Uh, Joey, 26, 36. Chandler, 26, 36. Ross, 26, 36. Gotcha. I was really hoping one of them would just be not a 10-year gap. Yeah, like I really wish it was like <laughs> Joey only no, aged two years. Like, no, it should have been like Chandler. Chandler twenty six forty seven because Matthew Perry <laughs> just like got so many drugs. Um, he did. Oh, it's sad. He says he there are some parts of Friends that he doesn't even remember. Yeah, because he was just so. It's crazy to hear actors like talk about that stuff. Like I, I like to listen to the Nerdist podcast sure. and to hear Chris Hardwick, who just seems like such a normal, like well-adjusted dude, mm-hmm. talk about the fact that he was an alcoholic. Yeah, is is crazy, and it just shows like how easy it can be to to have those sorts of issues. Tim Allen spent a number of years in prison before he became a very successful stand-up comedian, and then uh, you know, Home Improvement, all that stuff. Um, he was in prison in like his early twenties because of cocaine. I did not know that. I I was just flipping yeah. through the channels and and uh, the other day, and uh, he was talking to Steve Harvey about it. Wow, how he used to be in prison. Yeah, Steve Harvey's still on TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He is actually. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, let's go to our rapid fire Q and A session. Oh man, how long have we been not doing what we were supposed to be doing? Uh, twelve and a half minutes. Sweet, new personal best. Stop making me time tag <laughs> parts of this podcast that I'm clearly gonna edit out. Okay, yeah. all right, uh, true. Fair enough. So we're going to do a gamer edition of our rapid fire Q&A because this is our Nintendo themed episode, which we barely touched on yet. But yeah. trust me, I did me- we did mention one little Nintendo bill thing and, yeah. and talked a little bit about video games. Nintendo. No, wait, that's that's Sega. <laughs> yep. 
That's the Sega. The thing, one so. that always sticks with me for like Nintendo themes is the GameCube intro. Yeah, I remember that. I the little block it. rolls around. And you could like spin it and yeah. stuff. I oh. oh, I love the Nintendo. That's probably GameCube. the best console that they came out with. That's probably the one of the best consoles that's ever been come out yeah. with. And it was such a slow burn too, because everyone's like, oh my gosh, PS2. Xbox, yeah. and let's be honest, that was the best, in my mind, because maybe of my age, that was the number one generation yeah. of games. Like, SNES, certainly, with the with the Dreamcast and that, certainly is up there. I never played any of that. Yeah. The N64 PS1, also N64 extremely I had. That was the one, strong. Yeah, that was the one game console my family had, but, was the N64. But, I mean, if you look at that Xbox, PS2, GameCube generation... I, to me, that is the number one generation sure. of games. And I'm sure there are people that will argue with me. And I'm not saying that your opinions aren't valid. I'm just saying that mine is more valid. It is. So It is more. Um, okay. He has a microphone. So <laughs> yeah. I have a microphone and a computer that's recording what I'm saying, <laughs> which gives me the right to tell you what to think. Okay. So let's talk about uh, Q&A. Rapid Fire Q&A, Gamer Edition. So, boom, 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 uh, boom, boom. What, game, what games are you playing right now? Uh, awesome. Uh, my game of choice right now is Pokemon Sun. Probably is right. I'm I'm a big shiny hunter. He is. He's the the king of shiny. He's the goat. The greatest the of goat, all time. The shiny, shiny goat. Um, and so I just. Do you have a shiny go goat? No, I you need I, to get. Yeah, one. I was in the process of trying to get a shiny go goat, and then Sun came out, and I had to jump ship from uh, my other hunts and just. You go just gotta go. Sun. You gotta go. Do you have the Pokemon Bank now that you can transfer shinies into the? It costs game? money. I don't know. I don't know if it's I'll like do it. Three bucks a month. Yeah, or a I, year I should. Or I should. It's just like get a ridiculously it. small amount. They probably have a trial period too, and I can just like transfer all my shinies up, um, to their new home. But yeah, I've got something like twenty five. 25 shinies out of 700 did some that's not that's not bad no just in sun I know. i've got 25 you gotta total it all up yeah i don't know my actual 100 percent all total but yeah i've got i've got a lot of shinies that's that's what makes i think pokemon such a good game is there's a lot of it's almost an infinite ways to play a, it almost an infinite number mm-hmm. um yeah I, th- I think that is a really cool part of that that franchise that has has evolved because when you first played it there was really only two ways to play it yeah get all the gyms and get all the pokemon yeah collect that was all it. pokemon yeah. that was it and, and yeah you're right look at now there are so many different ways to play the game yeah you can and, be a, try to be a completionist you can try to be a shiny hunter you can get into the competitive aspect which is ridiculously complicated yeah but it's, you, you can ignore is, the complicated aspects if you want to, or you can dive into it if you want to, and that's what's really cool. The game has really become super nuanced, and that's mm-hmm. not even to talk about the idea that like you can do the fashion side of it, you can yeah. do the breeding side of it, you can it's do true. all of these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, that just like it, it's just it's become worldly in the sense yeah. that like there's not one career, there's not one profession. It's 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 evolved the way that society has from like you're a farmer or you're a hunter, sure. you know, to <laughs> now there are are many professions. Oh man, what if they put a set a Pokemon game way back in the way back, you know, just like before the rise of of modern industrialization and they've got like 
stone pokeballs and i just i, I here's the my first gyms ever were just like tribes and yeah i mean that's i mean essentially that's where it has to come from right yeah the the, the gym leaders were the like tribal leaders. tribal leaders it has to be but here's my thing when are they going to i mean they took a step in this direction with pokemon go uh-huh. every game basically every franchise is moving in the direction of going open world yeah Pokemon is literally built to be an open world game right. where you have these these landscapes that are beautiful. You you have these quests that you go on to meet yeah. the certain criteria. You walk into different places and there's Pokemon of various sizes and levels that you're Maybe able to fight switch. or not able to fight. I mean like it makes so much sense and yet we haven't even seen like a a console game that was worth anything since Colosseum. Yeah, it's been a while since they've tried to make a, uh, you know, yeah, you're right. I would love to see a main title game that's that's like a an open world on like the could, Nintendo could Switch. Could you imagine like the way that like a lot of those games are set up where you like walk into this vast open area and there's like different size, different level things and some yeah. of them you have to avoid and some of them you want to fight. What you're describing is actually actually does exist in a form, which is Pixelmon. Um it's a really very quite popular mine minecraft mod where you can uh just go into these different servers and it's exactly what you're describing huge landscapes different biomes and different pokemon will pop up in these different biomes um and you can go around you can build a gym um for yourself you yeah it's you can stake claims to land and just kind of set up your own little thing and then and then yeah you just go exploring and try to find the rare pokemon there's shinies in Pixelmon. Like you can, they're they're rare. You can stumble upon them. By the way, um, people that don't know anything about Pokemon, shiny just refers to an alternative coloration for Pokemon, and it's a rare occurrence. So basically, what we're saying is, Nintendo, we're giving you gold here. Yeah. You just you use it. Use it, please. Create that game. I will give you all my money. Because mm. we were talking about this just a few minutes ago when we were playing <laughs> um, Mario Kart. Um, Aha! Mario Kart um, We were talking about it because Mario, uh, Nintendo usually does this thing where they give you most of what you want in a title or a franchise, but not everything. Yeah, they tease you. They leave you wanting more, which I guess is a good business model, yeah. but is depressing. It, it is. It the is best depressing. business models are slightly depressing. <laughs> like child labor. That's our first t-shirt for the Q&A podcast. <laughs> The best business models are the best business models are slightly depressing. <laughs> Good. All right. Get What's yours. your game of choice? What's My your game, game of choice, choice right now. Uh, I am playing through for the first time, uh, which is the third time I've tried to do it, mm-hmm. and I've yet to do it because I always get busy. Mm-hmm. The Last of Us. Yeah, we. I was there. You when were we, there when we I started tried trying it the first. That's the one time. with the the zombies that are made out of mushrooms, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm really excited to to complete it because everyone swears by that game. I really like it. I just and it's one of those few horror games or things franchises that I like because mm-hmm. it's not. I like a horror franchise or like a post apocalyptic franchise or something like that 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 concentrates on the the human elements and the rebuilding and all that kind of stuff and doesn't focus on jump scares or sure. yeah. like the grossness of it. It focuses on like humanity in the face of it that to me is watchable and that to me is readable and and that sort of thing i i really don't like those like oh this is 
zombies and it's gross because zombies are gross and people keep dying and you see their intestines get pulled out like that's that to me like i can't it, i can't handle that it I can't freaks me that. out like i i get really freaked out by scary stuff mm-hmm. but then also it's like why am i watching this if the human element isn't more interesting than the yeah. grossness element i watched a, a let's play um of a basically a horror movie video game um that the let's plays guys were doing and i i love them and so i wanted to keep watching um but it was hard to watch because it had a lot of those jump scares in it and it's so funny how video games can reflect different movie genres you know Mm -hmm. there's the horror movie video game now and as and video games are getting to the point where the graphics are so good that they can be starring actors and actresses that you know this video game was starring um what's his name uh the guy from agents of shield that we really like that was uh spoilers spoilers that was killed off no um uh ward ward it was starring ward uh i forget his name and i do mean starring because it was uh you know a 3d graphics representation of him but it looked identical to him because that's the point that graphics are at now so you know he the character was voiced by him but it but the video game was starring brett dalton which is really funny I really want to cut out the part where I told you, like I fed you the name, <laughs> so then, like so it seems like you were pretending you didn't know it the whole time. <laughs> and then I pulled it out. And then the Brett Dalton is the one, and, and everyone's Dalton. like, "What?" Or Brett I can just edit Dalton. Brett Dalton into all the parts where we didn't know his Brett name. Brett Dalton. I'm not gonna edit this at all. I'm probably just gonna post it the way just it is. Post it. Cut just out a couple whatever. of arms and move on. Keep that long, long, long story. I, about I noticed last AP Psych that I told. Yeah. I noticed last week when I was editing, or not last week, but the last time I was editing yeah. the podcast, my main segue away from a joke that is not okay, like a joke that's like uncomfortable <laughs> or gross or bad, yeah. is I go, I like, I'll tell the joke and then I'll quickly go, um, and then like as a segue into the next thing, and that's not I get, good. I get, uh, I reproach myself on the microphone if I tell a bad joke. I'll, I'll go like, oh, that was a bad joke. Okay. <laughs> I'll mumble it to myself as, as other people keep talking. It's just like my one-liner segue, but it, I hate it because, you know, you're always told not to say, um. Yeah, the interjections that are in all of our speech, um, we're not told not to for... use. But it, it's it's hard to break that habit. Yeah. But it's Ums not... and likes are the ones that are yeah. really pervasive right now. It's not good for, it's not good for, for radio or podcasting or any of that stuff because it makes you sound less intelligent. It does. But realizing that it was my, like go to like now i'm like conscious of it i still yeah. did it i did it already twice this podcast yeah. i know how to turn it off because i'm a i teach this stuff so i'm aware of it i don't care enough in normal conversations to censor myself but if i'm like in front of a group mm-hmm. i will consciously stop myself from saying um and then i'll just but i'll still need those moments to think of what i'm gonna say so i'll just pause and then i sound like i have like uh, a lot of gravitas i guess mm-hmm. The one that I I found this one out because I used to say so or all right a ton because I was thinking about the next thing I was going to say. Sure. But I needed a second. So I'd say, oh, so, and then I would think, and then I would start speaking. All right. And this is when I was, all like, right. starting out as a new teacher, and the kids picked up on it, and they started counting. <laughs> and so I've I was done able that to, to teachers. I was you pick up on what break, they do. Yeah. I was able to break that habit because they told counting me. It. I think, they, like, one of, one, of the, one of my former students came up to me, like, one day after class, I was like, 61. I was like, what? You said so or all right 61, 61 times this time. week. Uh, okay. I do that too. I think, I think everybody's got their 
I don't know, their unique speech mannerism that they cannot get away from. Okay, uh, rapid fire, what's the next question? <laughs> so, what's your favorite game of all time? That's a, that's, that's hard. That's really difficult. I would say it's a toss-up between what I would think is the greatest open-world video game of all time, which is Skyrim, and the best... Uh, well, I is Minecraft is the other one. Is Minecraft an open-world game, yes. technically? It's more like a sandbox game. It, it, but is it... Because there's there it's yeah. it's the difference between yeah. pick your adventure and there is no adventure. You know, you just you create your own. It's it's uh, the difference between Skyrim. There are different paths you can take, and in Minecraft there are no paths. Yeah, it's just there. I think it is an open world game in the sense that the world is endless. Yeah, but it's it's not of the open world genre. It is right. a sandbox genre mm-hmm. game. Yeah. It's a building game. So I, I, I flip back and forth. I, I have main games that I, I kind of... Because I like playing video games in my downtime. But I, I kind of get into the habit of playing a game. And then I'll get bored with it. And then I'll switch to another game. My, those my, are your big three though, right? Yeah, the those Minecraft, are my three. Probably Pokemon. my three favorite games of all time. Pokemon franchise. The Sky, the Elder Scrolls. But I, really, I've only played Skyrim ever. And uh, Minecraft. All right. What about you? Uh, the my favorite of all time. That's easy. Valkyria Chronicles. What's that? Uh, it's a so it's kind of set. It's a, so it's a JRPG, but it's not really an RPG. Okay. So RPG role playing game for yeah, people that do not know. It, J stands for Japanese. J is just <laughs> just no, role. No, it's not. It's Japanese. <laughs> Anyways, so it's a game I, where I amuse myself. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be hard. This is going to be a bad episode. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> okay. Keep, so keep going. It's, it's actually a third-person strategy game. Third-person so like strategy game. What do you mean third-person? So oh, like, so yeah. outside the character. Yeah. And it's it's all cel-shaded. And it, it's it got this unique art style. Like So there's tanks in the game. And when tanks. they move... The dust that comes out of the tanks is mm-hmm. actually text blocks that say "rumble, rumble, 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 rumble." Oh, that's that's cool. It's neat. Um, and so it's set in like World War Two era, mm-hmm. World War One, World War Two, like somewhere in there. So you you have these like tanks and you have these these guns and and that sort of stuff and uh, rocket launchers, and but it's this like RPG third person shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, strategy game hybrid and the story is really cool the music is great uh the art style is is phenomenal and it just like all comes together to make this game that is like exactly what i look for in a game and i a shout out to jared who introduced it to me while we were living together the first time Mm -hmm. and i just like watched him play. the sequel's coming up i can't wait for the sequel to come out the trilogy yeah Oh yeah, I guess yeah. This is the third time yeah. that you two have lived in twice lived together, right? Twice yeah. in future yeah. Rumi. Also, there's a sequel to Valkyria Chronicles coming out. Uh, <laughs> I was talking about the roommate situation, but so can't the, wait for the sequel. Yeah, the, this is the this is the trilogy. This is the end. This is <laughs> this is our Return of the Jedi. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Return of the Jared. Return of the Jared. That's what it is. The the second time was the Jared Strikes Back. Was uh, that was Jared Graffin. Book of Secrets? <laughs> Jared Book of Secrets. 
I hope there aren't seven. <laughs> or eight, depending on if it's movies or books. So we, we we just like managed to drop Harry Potter into every podcast. Yeah. Even without Will Barrett's yeah. in here. Speaking of yeah. which, I have an update for you. Uh, um, about I'll give Will? it to you uh, about something we talked about last week. Oh, cool. Um, but I will... I will bring it up a little bit later. Uh, let me finish talking about Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah, please and how do. Amazing. You it said it's in World War Two, right? World War, like between World War One and World War Two. So, but they it's, have... is it like in our world? No. Okay, good because objectively the Japanese were on the wrong side no. of World War Two. <laughs> I no no no. It, it's like in that area, but it's like a it's a, like a mystical world. Okay. Where, like it's just like that time period of outfits and sure. weapons. Sure. Okay, that and, era and that. type. Yeah. Uh, okay, it I is get you. not. It is. It is not. <laughs> you're not playing as the Japanese during World War II. <laughs> is there a game that you can play as the Axis powers? I would assume there is. That seems like Counter Strike. Like the old school Counter Strikes, you could play as terrorists. Oh. I guess. I guess you. Which, by the way, I guess it's was, harmless. It's fantasy. It's super it's racist. Escapism. The, the the terrorists were always Asian, Arab, or black. Yeah, that sucks. And the white guys were always the that good guys. That sucks. Yeah. So, welcome to America. Well, we've <laughs> talked about before how um, just mainstream television in general. Oh, um, we're gonna have a, a whole podcast on that. We're gonna get up on my soapbox. Uh, yeah, an Arab problem. It has a problem with how they treat Arab actors and um, Middle Eastern actors and, and actresses. And it's not just Arabs, but yeah. Definitely. Well, yeah, Aziz has talked about in his show Masters of None. He he did a, a huge bit about how um, I think I think it's really reflective of his own career and how he feels like he's been treated in his career. Right? Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I could never get into Masters of None. No. I've heard amazing things about it. There's some really good episodes in I there. I could not get through mm-hmm. some of the episodes. Sure. I just couldn't. And that happens it's, to me every once in a while. It's not an easy thing to watch sometimes. Yeah. The second episode is really good where he talks about his parents, and it's actually his parents on the show. That's really nice. fun. That's awesome. That's really fun. Yeah. There there are some of those shows. Mad Men's another one where everyone raves about it, but I've watched the first five or six episodes like four times. Yeah. I just can't keep watching. I've watched I watched a couple seasons of Mad Men and then I totally fell off it and I haven't gone back. I just I lost interest. And there's those shows that you watch one episode and you're hooked forever. Forever. Avatar. Avatar. Also, speaking of avatars, this is not the related avatar. This is not Avatar Last Airbender, but has there ever been a more timely uh, reveal than the Avatar theme park at Disney, like ten years after that movie came out. <laughs> Nobody even remembers that was a movie anymore. Wait, what is this movie that you guys have <laughs> spent billions of dollars constructing a theme park around? Like, way to miss that window who? by a decade. Who sits down in their own home and says to themselves, "You know what I want to watch right now? Avatar." I, I you saw spend... it in theaters once, and then you just kind of remember it, I, but you don't see it again. I want to put on 3D glasses in my home and spend <laughs> four hours watching Pocahontas. Yeah, watching a, a really overdone uh, allegory for how we should respect the Earth. It's the last of the Mohicans in space. It is. Anyways. I Oh, man, that movie. <laughs> that movie, yeah. So, way to go, Disney slash Avatar, whatever. I just saw commercials for it on Hulu the other day, and I was like, are you kidding? You're pushing this? Yeah. Nobody even remember. Are they going to have um, character actors in, like, blue spandex? I would assume. But here's my thing. Kids didn't watch that movie when it came out. Why would kids watch it now? They have Fern Gully and Pocahontas. (laughs) They don't need that movie. It's basically the same plot. Yeah. It's just in space. Yeah. Also, Fern Gully. 
that's a movie that I forgot about, but enjoyed immensely as a child. I have never seen Fern Gully. How dare you? I know. How very dare we you. We all have gaps. How very dare you? Which is a phrase I stole from you, by the way. Yeah, you did. I did, and I love it. <laughs> I don't remember where I got it. I, I probably stole it, too. So I, I am a stealer of How phrases and very dare you. personalities. Um, <laughs> I don't have my own personality. I'm just an amalgamation of whoever I'm hanging out with at the time. <laughs> all right, so this is a follow-up to... Uh, something we talked about on the podcast last week. You actually like basically opened the podcast talking about this. Mm-hmm. So I have something to reveal. No, to you. the pop up book. A friend of the podcast, uh, our friend Brett, Will, and I are no. in a choir with him. He brought to our choir rehearsal just a few days ago the pop up book, the <laughs> Game of Thrones pop up book. What? It exists. Oh my god! I got okay. I gotta look at these pictures. I will be posting these on Twitter. <laughs> So that there's, like, some context to this. But it exists. <laughs> there's, like, a castle that's coming out of the book. And it goes through, like, the whole opening sequence. Oh there's some really God. cool ones. The wall is really cool. Oh um, I only took a picture God. of one of them, but... Oh, my... It's oh, what really is this? Neat. Is this the Red Keep? Yeah. Oh, man. King's Landing. Oh, yeah. my... There's the wall. And, like, that is outstanding. And you go through all, and then you open up, like, the whole book. You uh-huh. get... You get the like the spinny thing at the beginning of the oh, and that's the end cool. of the thing. Yeah, there's no penis, <laughs> which is a little a lot. You never, you never open the book to the next page and it's it's pods or pogs or whatever his name is. Yeah, I really kind of Pogglesby. Or I really kind of want to take someone's book and just make. <laughs> I have no idea. Like the first, if somebody knows paper crafting, <laughs> please. Uh, let's get together on this. Put our put our heads together and just make this happen because it's important to me. I cannot believe that that exists. It exists. It absolutely exists. And like immediately, I went to rehearsal like the Tuesday after we released that podcast, and and Will is I, is sitting there going, "I have to take Adam, off my glasses." This Adam Brett has to something to tell you. Tears from my eyes. <laughs> oh man. So I'll post that picture on Twitter so That's that people ridiculous. can see it. Uh, but definitely exists and is hilarious. <coughs> and it's cool. And I kind of want to buy one. If I wasn't so broke, I would totally buy one. So that I will never buy it. I, I will. And again, if you can papercraft a penis, you call me. We'll, uh, we'll figure some stuff out and make a lot of money. Who, who out there can... <laughs> This is this is the ultimate. How, social how would you make an origami dong? That like when you open a book, it just like flops out. <laughs> like I, all honestly, all I can think about is those like those like tubes when you're a kid that you open them and like this like spring coil thing just flies out at you. <laughs> I forget what those are called. Uh, but that that's kind of what I'm imagining, like just a slinky, just strapped in. Oh, so when you God. flip the page, it just pops Ka-choo. out. Anyways, oh, again. We're gross. Yeah. Moving yeah. on. So let's get into the main topics for the week. We've, let's. we've done enough <laughs> chit-chatting. Uh, it's time. Here we go. So here are the big questions, and then we'll get into our contest for the week. Um, Do you know in, in England, a long, rambling conversation is called a chin-wag? <laughs> That's true. So we've had quite we've the chin-wag. quite the chin-wagging. <laughs> uh, 
So the big questions for the week, I have uh, uh, three of them for you, all about the Nintendo Switch, which okay. comes out. We're not sponsored. We're just trying to pick things that are socially relevant. Yeah. But it would be super cool if Nintendo was like, oh, they're talking about our product. We'll Sponsor give us. them money. Sponsor us. But this Sponsor is, again, us. Give us money. Sponsor us. Retroactive sponsorship. Sponsor us. Give us money. <laughs> as a business model. I wish it did. <laughs> again, successful business models are a little A bit, little depressing. Little depressing. Okay. So <laughs> what do you think of the Nintendo Switch? I, oh, man. It's it's pretty much all about Zelda right now, mm-hmm. with the Nintendo Switch, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I haven't heard anything really outside of uh, Zelda, or because they they haven't really released much for it except for Zelda. There's a couple other games. One Two Switch has gotten really good reviews. Okay, which is essentially like WarioWare, but for the okay. new game. Cool. Um, or this kind of like their Wii Sports, I guess. I gotcha. It it seems like it's worth it to buy it just for the sake of Zelda, though, because yeah. this Zelda game is getting. Like perfect scores yeah. across the board. It's it's getting standing ovations basically from yeah. all the critics and and everyone I, who I know who's played it. I think objectively, and this is outside of my own opinions and and my own preferences for video games. I think objectively, the Zelda franchise is the greatest video game franchise of all time, and I I love that they keep coming out with these really amazing games time after time. It's just they keep delivering. I would disagree with that. What would you say would be the, the greatest video game? Because there's a think couple... about the, the, the classics that are a yeah, part of that franchise. But there's Ocarina also of Time. some stinkers in there. I guess, I guess that's Zelda true. Zelda 2 is like one of the most panned video games yeah. of all time. But does do the classics outweigh the, the turds? <laughs> I guess, but like when you think about that's some, a weird question. some series that have some like cons- like Mario... I guess Mario. Mario's got to be up there. Mario, um, Mario's up there. Another other games that you really, I mean, there are so many great franchises out there. Pokemon is up there. I mean, even yeah. if we're just talking Nintendo. I suppose you're right. Um, and then then there are there are other ones that are out there as well that have just been lights out. I had another one on the top of my head, and it's it's gone. It left me. Mm. The the Halo games. Oh, the Halo. No, it wasn't the Halo games. Halo, Halo Two. For for those of you who are like me and it took you a second to register what the hell he was talking about, he means Halo. No, I mean Halo. <laughs> the Halo. What if that was uh that was like some off brand uh first person shooter game? <laughs> like the Fago of Halo. H A L L O Halo. Hello. I I want them to come out with like generic versions of video games like they do for foods and in, in uh yeah. supermarkets. They only sell them at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, you know that this is the same game, but it's, like, kind of off-brand. I like that. I think that'd be good. I think one of the cool things about the Nintendo Switch is the idea that it's also, uh, it's a console and a handheld. Yeah, I think that, that is pretty cool. That, they tried to do that with the Wii U a little bit. But it, they didn't do it to the, to the point where this is essentially just a tablet as well. Yeah. So you can take it on a plane with you. Mm-hmm. So you can be playing the new Zelda at home and then, like, go on a car trip. And bring it in the car with you, as long as you're not driving. That, I, I think that was originally the dream was of, the Wii, you, of, you. Of, of any video game yeah. console. How do we have this so they can just kind of take it on the eventually, bus with them? Yeah, eventually the goal is to eliminate the handheld market. Yeah. is in Essentially the goal is to also eliminate the, the console market and have games just be universal. You know, computers, phones, tablets, whatever it is. Games will just be accessible from all of them right. in any situation. I mean, that's I think the ultimate goal of games mm-hmm. is to to remove the 
necessity for separate equipment. And that is the biggest hassle if if you are like us and you play video games, you know that the biggest hassle of um, anything is that like there's this one game that you really want to play. But it's on but the it's, one console it's on the you don't one own. one console that you don't own, and it's not worth it to buy that console just to play that game, but it almost is. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at with the Nintendo Switch. I don't own the Nintendo Switch. I didn't own the Wii U, but I am, oh man, I am so tempted to buy the Switch For just the wild. so I can play Zelda. I really want to play that game. It seems so good. I've never played a Zelda game before, but I I deeply want to play this. That one. was one of my first video games that I ever really. Well, <laughs> I say I played it. That's not exactly true. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> so you remember uh, Ethan who broke my sister's uh, uh, bones in the first episode of our podcast? No, but go back and listen to the first episode, <laughs> and you will. So the same gentleman, Ethan. Um, was one of my really, really good friends when I was younger, and uh, he would come over to our house, and he was one of the, okay, I, I think that there are two kinds of people. There are people that are naturally able to pick up a controller and are really quite dexterous with it and mm-hmm. can play lots of video games really well. Not me. And then there are people like me who you can get the hang of it, Yes. but it takes you a while. I'm with you on that one. My little brother... Little Bear is in the first category. He was able to always just pick up a controller and he would be super dexterous with it. He could play any video game almost immediately and really rock at it. I can't. And Ethan was in the first category too. He could pick up a controller and he would just kick our butts with it all all day long. We would play um, Mario Party, uh, not Mario Party, um, Smash Brothers. He would play Smash Brothers, and he would just win every time Mm because he he was just too good. Anyway, so he would come over, and he would play Zelda, and I would watch, and I would be there with the (laughs) – this was before the age of the internet, so I had the the Nintendo Magazine, which was the the walkthrough. They printed an entire walkthrough of the game in Nintendo Magazine, so I would be like – guiding him yeah i would be like the keeper of the scrolls and i would just be (laughs) sitting in the back and and being like divining his next path from the magazine classic (laughs) you you. should you should go to the water temple now young one i'm I'm sure that anybody listening to this knows what you look like at this point like can you imagine like any other role for him other than the mage (laughs) maybe okay maybe Maybe like Scout Thief. Yeah, but maybe like scout, you, that's that's he's about it. Not a tank. <laughs> no, not a tank. Let's be honest. If I was if I lived in any other era before this modern era, I'd one probably be already dead. But two, <laughs> if not, I'd be like some courier or like messenger running <laughs> letters between the the camps, and I just would not be involved in combat. And I would be the one that they like stop and in the and I would give up the letter immediately because I don't want to die. And I. <laughs> Would not be in America. Yeah, that's true. Or Europe, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Also, here's an interesting game to play. If we ever get to, like, several hundred podcasts, (laughs) someone goes through and determines who your actual best friend from childhood was (laughs) by tallying the number of times you've talked about people. Ethan's winning right now. You know what? I was actually going to mention somebody else from my my childhood, too, and I stopped myself earlier on. But now I'm going to because you brought it up. Because now we're gonna, he's going to be tallied. Gotta, the last two podcasts, captain. I've worn a hooded sweatshirt, and I've been 
I'm, I'm wearing a crew neck sweatshirt right now and I'm, I'm feeling lost because I usually put my hood up when we're doing these podcasts and it makes me feel safe. It also makes his voice slightly lower. It makes it slightly lower, but I don't have it now. And it made me think about when I was in middle school and my friend Adam and I started a cult. Wait, you had another friend named Adam? <laughs> yeah. Unacceptable. Sorry. Sorry. Change his name. Different Adam. Okay. So for the sake of this story, his name is, uh, Jeff, Jeff, <laughs> so me and Jeff started a cult around watching conan (laughs) o'brien it's a good cult it was that was like the first rule of our cult is that you had to love conan o'brien and the second (laughs) rule of the cult was that you had to wear uh hoodies to school did you refer to it as a cult yeah we called it a cult you're like this is our cult we wear hoodies and we watch conan o'brien i kind of wish it was still this is a hundred percent a true story armed complex like out (laughs) in the woods of nevada and you were just like well yeah we got older and then we realized that cults are actually real and dangerous things yes like we were making fun of them but yeah, yeah, don't don't get mas- mixed up in a cult unless unless, unless it's, it's a Conan O'Brien, O'Brien cult, yeah. in which case it's probably okay. Yeah, it's probably fine. Let's get to our quiz. Yay! Quiz. Ring that bell. Quiz. 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 All right. So this is the quiz where I come up with questions that I don't think JD can answer, and then <laughs> and then I then he tries totally to get as stun, many. I stun the audience. Tries to get as many as he can, uh, and then also talks about them in ridiculous ways when he doesn't know the answer. <laughs> So here's what the the purpose the the this quiz. Which by the way, I usually tell JD what the premise of the quiz is. Yeah, I don't uh, even know. It's eight a.m. So I don't even don't, know what this. We point. don't know. He doesn't know. So this is gonna be a surprise for him. So Daylight savings time. I just looked at my watch and I saw I drew on. I was in a yeah. I was in a place with lots of music and black lights <laughs> last night, and I drew highlighter uh, avatar arrows on my hands to see if it would kick me into <laughs> avatar mode to go into the black light. It didn't work, but that's disappointing. Yeah. Uh. You you were missing the one on your head. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that was it. Yeah, that's the only thing. Yep. That's the one mistake. Wasn't it? But I've got highlighter on my hands. That's why I just told. Okay, quiz. So, here's the here's the gist of the quiz. I've picked weird, obscure Nintendo franchises. Oh boy, I'm not gonna know. Mostly this. that have only been in Japan. Yeah, I'm not gonna know this. <laughs> your job is to tell me what type of game it is. Okay. So what, like genre of game is okay. it? Okay. And then what is the plot? Of the game. I'll, I'm going to rock this. I will reward you with a point. You can get two points on each question. Okay. All right? So Sounds if you, good. If you get the, the genre right, I'll mm-hmm. give you a point. If you get the plot correct, I'll give you a point. <laughs> this is going to go well. All right. I like this one. I, this, I, this is really, this is going to be yeah. fun. This will be Okay. Good. So the first one, this one's, I'm starting it out a little bit easier with a, a game that people have heard of. Okay. Golden Sun. Golden Sun. Have not heard of it. So let's see. Um, Golden Sun is a... <laughs> also, I'll give you a bonus point if you can tell me what platform it first came out on. Oh, this is all Nintendo stuff, right? All Nintendo, yeah. Okay. The Golden Sun is an adventure game for the, uh, Super Nintendo, and wherein you are in, uh, you're, you're, you're a pixelated little planet who, aw, is outlost in the vast reaches of space which is easy to animate because it's a lot of black and just like little white dots little little white pixels so it's really easy for them to animate so the planet uh goes uh and has to avoid asteroid belts and comets flying comets and and alien ships that want to blow up the planet and um it it kind of works its way through space until it finds the sun that it's looking for and halfway through the game you find a yellow sun and you're like oh is the game over and they're like oh no no, this is just the halfway point. You're not you're not done yet, so you got to go find that golden sun. None of that is correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's an it's an RPG. 
Okay, role-playing game. It sounds like the name of a role-playing game. Yeah. Originally came out for the Game Boy Advance. Oh. Uh, and it's... I had that. It follows a cast of characters uh, who are adepts, so they get magical powers. Okay. And uh, you interact with other characters, battle monsters, and inquire increasingly powerful magic spells and equipment. Uh, take part in building a predefined narrative... Uh, there are dungeons and caves, and you use psi energy to solve psi puzzles energy. integrated into the layout. Uh, so wait, you use you you use a special energy to solve puzzles? Yeah, <laughs> kind of like you use a different part of your brain when you do Sudoku. Oh, okay. I thought for some reason I thought it was like uh, Dragon Ball Z, where he's just like oh. he's summoning all his strength, and he kicks in his Super Saiyan mode, and then he sits down and he does the crossword. <laughs> That'd be a really Super good crossword. That's a that's an anime waiting to happen. Let's be <laughs> honest. That's absolutely an anime waiting to happen. Oh. Okay, so mess that one up. So that's that's gold. No bell for me. No bell. No bell for me. Okay. The next one, the mother series. The mother series. I actually think I know this. Okay. So don't tell me. Don't give me any verbal or or facial cues until i'm done either embarrassing myself adam just went totally like a like a statue until i'm either done embarrassing myself or just totally blowing your mind i think mother is the name of the game where if you've ever played super smash brothers the the ness character uh comes from the the little boy in the stripey stripey shirt that that knows how to like uh shoot fire and thunder and stuff PK like that Cross. yeah yeah pk fire yeah that's it yep uh PK so, thunder. <clears throat> that annoying little boy um i think he comes from a series called the mother series and i think i know this because i've read some sort of weird conspiracy theory on the internet that this game was originally about oh man it was it it's like the the final boss is like a, a womb or something really weird like that it's like that that you're fighting that the main boss the main villain is like a, a fetus or it's like supposed to be a representation of a fetus i don't know um but i think that's it's it's like a an adventure action game um it's like a puzzle like a platformer game and then you eventually fight a fetus or something like that what what was the original system the original system was uh the snis the snis the snis yay me it was the snis yay uh, and it is the series that Earthbound. Yeah! Uh, so uh, it, in the Victory American, lap. it was a little bit of a, a, a misdirect in that the game in in, Amer- in, in American in in the West. Thank is goodness I read that cracked article referred to as Earthbound. Oh, but in Japan it's Mother. Yeah, I don't know about the fetus thing. Uh, you were incorrect about. The genre of the game. Oh. It is a role-playing game. Oh, another RPG. Yeah. Uh, so, it, and the whole thing is meant to be really, like, tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. and trippy and that type of thing. But uh, one uh, one of the great games that Nintendo came out with, I just went with the Japanese. Yeah, that's, that's you tricky. Off, but you got it. I, I, I think I, I had read, like, the only reason I know that at all is because I read that conspiracy theory article. The Legendary Starfy. What? The legendary Starfy. The legendary Starfy? I'm not making this up. Okay. If the, you want the Japanese uh, name, it's Densetsu no Starfy. <laughs> Good. Okay, so Densetsu no Starfy 
is a starfish uh, who uh, uh, travels through the ocean across uh, many uh, obstacles, uh, including, but not limited to, <laughs> barracudas, uh, <laughs> Uh, many a uh, variety of shark, uh, those uh, anemone anem- anem- things that try to eat you, um, uh, those uh, angler dangly dangly glowy dangly glowy danglies. Gotcha. Yep. Um, and, angler was correct. Okay. <laughs> and uh, at the end of the game, you uh, get to your beach that you are from. Because, uh, oh no, a big wave washed you out to sea, and that's the beginning of the game, and you have to get back to your beach. And uh, it's it's originally for the Super Nintendo. Uh, no, it's it's originally for the Game Boy. The Game Boy. The Game Boy. The original Game Boy. No, Game Boy Color. It's originally for the Game Boy Color. Okay. And you... Uh, What's the genre? The genre is... They've all been RPG so far. I, I, so RPG. 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 It's not what you described at all. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's, no, it's like an adventure game then. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. Uh, it's a platformer. Oh, okay. It was originally developed for the Game Boy Color. Yay! But was canceled and then released on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay. Okay, and it is about a starfish. No way! Yay! Uh, a space starfish. Oh, but space starfish. <laughs> It is about a starfish. Yeah. It's a platform cool. about a starfish. Yeah. It was only one of these games. There's five of them in Japan. Only one in America. Okay. Uh, called the Legendary Starfy. Okay. Legendary Starfy. Yeah. So, interesting. It Also an assist trophy in Smash Bros. Oh. Never thought about it because we didn't know Oh. It. Yeah. Maybe I've seen that. All right. Next one. I have two more for Let's you. Let's do it. Egger, Eggerland. What in this quiz? Eggerland. 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 Oh boy. Um, okay, so this is this is about a post-apocalyptic future wherein all the adults have died and only uh, children survive, and it's a open-world game, and uh, the, you play as a child who uh, has to venture into Eggerland where all the kids throw eggs everywhere and so it's like really smelly and uh, like lots of uh, houses have uh, their paint chipped away because that's what happens when you hit a house with eggs. Um, fun fact. And then uh, so then you go and you have to find the King Egger and uh, egg egg on his face. And then that's the game. <laughs> okay, genre? Gen- genre is uh, platformer. Okay, and original system? Original system is the Super Nintendo. No, no. N64. N64. Okay. None of that is correct. Yeah! With the exception of uh, King Egger is a character. Oh, cool! Yay! Okay, so Eggerland has a different name in the West. What's it called in the West? Adventures of Lolo. Adventures which of you Lolo. you still wouldn't have known. Adventures of Lolo. Yeah, um, but my guess would be it would have been totally different. <laughs> all three uh, all three releases in the West were for the NES. Okay. The original games that came out in Japan were for the MSX computer system 
and the Famicom disc, disc System. I've never heard of that. A recent revival in Japan called Revival Egoland oh. uh, came out for Windows in oh. 2000, 2001. Okay, Windows 95? Uh, in 2000 and 2001, I would say Windows 2000. Oh, okay. Oh, Windows 95. <laughs> how, how good were you? You were great. So, uh, have you I, have you seen the Windows ninety five commercial with Jennifer Aniston in it? Yes, <laughs> way back from the day, and she's like, "Oh, oh, what's this? A start menu? Oh, it's really funny." Because like, up like, until that point in time, like every operating system was basically just Linux. code on the yeah. screen. Yeah, that was my Jennifer Aniston impression. By it was, the way, it was spot. I <laughs> thought oh, we had Jennifer oh, Aniston on as a guest. Oh, I'm glad you told me it was you. What's this? A start menu? Oh. <laughs> That is her character and everything. Like, yeah. She's always, with the exception of like horrible bosses. Like, yeah. She's always just like a little bit confused by everything. <laughs> That'd be a terrible, terrible affliction, like in a million dollars butt type situation. You're always confused. A million dollars butt. You're always just slightly confused by everything. <laughs> like you'll get it as soon as anybody says anything but about Jennifer it. But Jennifer Aniston took that million dollars butt and ran with it. <laughs> not only does she have the million dollars she made a career of it in which she makes even more money that's so true all right she's living that million dollars but last one chibi robo plug into adventure that sounds awesome chibi robo plug into adventure and the follow-up chibi robo ziplash whoa ziplash mm-hmm. oh man okay so i think i've got a handle on this one this is a battle game so it's like a, a mario uh super mario brothers type um fight or, or a you know, mortal Kombat type fighting game and you play as any number of robots that you can customize yourself with different attachments that have different attacks and you can unlock different attackments uh attackments <laughs> Hey, that's a good way to say it. it saves you a whole. I, you know what? I too. I am coining that right now. Attackments. Attackments. So you can unlock, unlock, unlock different attackments, and you can hook them onto your Chibi Robo, which is like a cute little robot. Um, and then you can uh, uh, battle different, and, and it's like a battle game, but you can uh, fight. There's a campaign where you fight all the different robots, and you you win an attackment off of some of these robots. Like so, so uh, one is laser head robot and uh you win his laser head and you can attach it on the top of your little cute little uh chibi robo head and another one is axe arm and you can you can win his axe arm and uh another one is um a teapot which <laughs> just a tea it can make you make you tea but <laughs> but that's but really nice you have hot water and a tea and bag. maybe you can convince the other robot just to sit down and talk things out with you <laughs> But I've made to, us some tea. But you have to like charge up enough time to let yeah. the tea seep before it actually is ready. And if you don't have sugar, you can make it even angrier. That, that robot is just so warmed by your compassion that it... And then while it's sipping its tea, that's when you uh, use your axe arm to cut off its head. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's good. Okay, uh, what, what Chibi system? Chibi Robo, Chibi Robo. That's the theme song. Uh, it is for the game... Cube, Chibi Robo, and then Chibi Robo Zipline. What was it? Ziplash. Ziplash. Chibi Robo Ziplash was for uh, the Wii. Yes. Yay! And yes. What? Yes. So uh, I'm a genius. <laughs> you guys, it's confirmed here right now. I don't know that I'm a that genius. <laughs> okay. uh, Chibi Robo Ziplash. So that was actually a 3DS platform. Oh, okay. Uh, the Chibi Robo. The original is for the GameCube. Okay. 
uh, your plot and everything else is terribly wrong. Oh. There was a game for the Wii, though, so that's why I gave you the other one. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so it's a platform adventure game. Okay, that platform is a, adventure. A, 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 essentially parenting propaganda. Oh. So the, the player takes on the role okay. of the character Chibi-Robo, a 10-centimeter-tall robot owned by the Sanderson family. Gameplay revolves around navigating a household and collecting happy points. Oh, These points boy. are accumulated by completing various tasks from housework to helping solve the dilemmas of the Sanderson family <laughs> and the numerous living toys that inhabit their household. Okay. Actually, I think I might have seen commercials for this now that you mentioned the plot. It basically is just like parenting propaganda. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> funny. Oh. All right. Okay. So that's uh, that's our quiz for the week. Yay! I did I did uh, pretty good, I think, considering. You did better than I was expecting. Yay! Go me. So nice work. I think actually, I think that my version of Chibi Robo would be a pretty fun game. Yeah, I think your version of a lot of the games would be fun. I liked your Golden Sun game. Yeah, that sounds like for the SNES. Yeah, I would play that. Yeah, I think that'd be that'd be pretty cool. All right, so let's let's get to some other uh, big questions. Sort of yeah, wrap let's it do up. it. We've already talked about this a little bit. I think I know what the answer is going to be. But what is your favorite Nintendo series or game? My favorite Nintendo series and games, yeah, it's, it's probably got to be Pokemon, if I'm being honest. I, it's just a game that I can I, I see myself playing for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. If my mother is any model, I will be playing it into my, uh, you know, well into my adulthood. My mother plays Pokemon, by the way. I like that you nimbly avoided telling us how old your mother was, I did which was very that. smart. I didn't. Very smart. I didn't do it. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> She's an adult. <laughs> She's that's a, all you need to know she's an no, adult but she, she she's plays, older than you <laughs> yeah yes she is uh she, she plays pokemon and uh she plays it very differently than i do uh she's not as much of a shiny hunter she's more of a completionist like you me um but yeah she she likes playing it and um so i i mean it, it shows me that i can i can probably continue playing it for a long long time awesome my favorite <clears throat> because you're dropping do the tell. ball on asking me sorry <laughs> sorry sorry so hey, my- hey, Q. <laughs> yes, A. <laughs> so you asked me what my favorite Nintendo franchise game. It occurs to me <laughs> that perhaps I should ask you, what is your favorite Nintendo franchise of all time? I am a big fan of the Fire Emblem series. Okay. I got into them while I was in college when I was emulating games. So, I mean, this I never is, did that. This is what I know about the Fire Emblem series, that when I'm taunting with Marth, he says, Nina, Nina, Tigre. And he spins his sword. Nice. I don't ever taunt in Smash Bros. No, I uh, do. And he goes, Nina, Nina, Tigre. And he spins his sword. Nice. And he spins his sword. So I, I started playing. I played the original American release. And then I stopped for a while because the game is very frustrating. It's very difficult. It's a strategy game. Top down. Grid based. Mm-hmm. And. Grid based. I like it a lot. Grid based combat? I like the original. Yeah. I like the original a lot. And then never got around to playing the sequels. And then when the new one came out for the uh, 3DS, which was Awakening, I mm-hmm. played through that one and really enjoyed it. Okay. I played Birthright. I beat Birthright. It was very difficult. Yeah. But one thing that happened to me, which also happened to Jared and my friend Benji, who were also playing the game at the time. Okay. You play that game enough, you start dreaming in top-down strategy grid mode. So when you dream, you like see I've had the world. This to me. Not in, in that... the same way, but I will tell you in a minute. Yeah, it was so weird because it wasn't just me that had it happen. Two other people that I knew that were playing the game at the same time had the same thing happen. Sure, to them. that's funny. 
Um, so you were going to tell your story about yeah, your dreams? Okay, so when I play too much Minecraft, uh-huh. I will start dreaming that I'm walking around in a Minecraft <laughs> when you world. know you have to stop. Yeah, basically. That's when I know I have to stop, yeah. And I'll, I'll like, uh, yeah, I'll just be, like, playing. I mean, I'll dream that I'm... It's weird. It's it's like I I am, but I'm not the the Minecraft character. Basically, I'm I, I guess I'm dreaming that I'm like my face is glued to a television screen and gotcha. I'm just like you know I'm not really the guy because I don't feel myself moving my arm like a hundred times a minute to break a block. Sure. <laughs> the way that a Minecraft dude does, I just kind of see it happening. But yeah, yeah. I, I sometimes I did I have had dreams where I'm like dreaming in Minecraft and that's yeah probably when I should stop and read them. Yeah. A, dang book or something yeah definitely <laughs> and I, I will say that the, the new fire emblem heroes the mobile game yeah i'm very addicted to that right yeah. now can't stop playing it very excited for one of my favorite franchises looking... to cross over with fire emblem <clears throat> yeah uh, the dynasty Warriors series that's cool is making a fire emblem warriors game awesome. i'm very excited about that i'm a big dynasty warriors guy i'm actually looking for a game to get swept up in because I'm, I'm a little bit I've heard Horizon Board Zero Dawn with Pokemon is that right game. now. Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Horizon Dawn. Zero I've Dawn. heard that is the game to to get. So I thought, unless you're doing Zelda, like those are kind of the yeah. games right now. Yeah. I can't. I can't commit to buying another console yeah, it right was, now. Well, it is out on the Wii. You. It is. You also don't have a Wii U. I don't have a Wii. U. So, <laughs> I do. You can come over and play it. Yeah. There we go. You want. Hey, that sounds fun. Yeah, that's a good compromise. But you know what I mean, right? Like sometimes you just like to be swept up in a, yeah, in a video absolutely. game. Absolutely. For me, for a while it was Pokemon, and, and for, sometimes it's Minecraft, and sometimes it's Skyrim, but mm-hmm. none of those are really piquing my interest right now. So, so. that's when you really want to find the Yeah, that, I want to find some, something temporary. new. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, last questions, and then we got to wrap up. Awesome. Okay, so I'm going to ask you, and then you are going to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to remember. Your go-to Nintendo characters in the following games. Awesome. Oh, this is fun. You ready? Yeah. Uh, go-to Pokemon team. Go to Pokemon team. You don't have to go for all six, but give me a few. Okay, um, I I always try to have, um, man, my I like having Wigglytuff on my team whenever possible, just because it's sort of an underpowered Pokemon, and I like having that challenge. But Wigglytuff, I think, is probably my favorite Pokemon. I think it's just really cute, and and it can be pretty bulky, so I try to have Wigglytuff on it. Um, I like uh, having. Uh, Altaria is another one of my favorite Pokemon. This is like a bird with like cloud wings that, that I think is pretty type, cool. Though, right? Yeah, dragon type. It's a weird which thing. is I know it is, but it's it's heck it's hecka useful. You know, it's yeah. just like I like having um, you you try to have coverage. So I guess less for me, it's less about the individual Pokemon. It's more about the type coverage. So I try to have a fire type and electric type. I think having a Rock type is an underrated um, Pokemon to have on your team, especially um, if you can dual type it to get rid of some of its weaknesses. Yeah, for sure. Um, if I can, I will always try to have a Water Ground type because then it only has one major weakness, which is Grass. Ice. Uh, oh yeah, I guess Ice too. But um, <laughs> Grass and Ice. But it takes away its Electricity weakness, which mm-hmm. there are always Electric gems, and so having a Water Ground type, it just uh, it, it really helps with some of that. There are only a few of those though. <coughs> yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, mud, seismitoad. Seismitoad. Um, uh, mud. The Mudkip. Yeah. Uh, uh, Swampert. Swampert and, and Gastrodon. Gastrodon and uh, Quagsire. Yeah. So there's four. Mm-hmm. I mean, four final evolution versions. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So I know these things off the top of my head because 
my Pokemon team that you didn't ask me about. Uh, <laughs> Adam. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Pokemon team that you would yeah, like to talk about? I am a ground type person. Like, yeah, you, you're I the ground cre- type. You'd be the ground gym, right? I yeah. absolutely would. I love ground type Pokemon. I think they're cool. I am all about like big things that are like cool looking and and like heavy and mm-hmm. i don't know it's the heavy mons personal aesthetic for me so i my favorite pokemon is rhyhorn not rhydon rhydon and rhyperior can suck it <laughs> uh rhyhorn is just a rhinoceros made out of rocks that's it's, also it's sort of one like of a the dinosaur. coolest designs for a pokemon yeah. ever and it sucks that it's a pre-evolution but i love it yeah. um so i always have a rhyhorn on my team i also am a big fan of torterra torterra is uh, cool swamper cool looking uh, Onyx and Steelix. Steelix uh, is really cool. I'm looking. a really big fan of Shiny them. Onyx is gold, and I love it. I don't, but I I I love Onyx. And then uh, I also really I've got like, one named a champion. I also really like uh, Golurk. Yeah, that's a cool the one. Ghost Ground Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That's I a also unique really typing. Like Palosand, who's also yeah, ghost that's ground. that's the that's the second Ghost Ground yeah. that they've come up with. I like Palosand. Palosand I like is the, awesome. The idea that it can kind of like shrink into just like a pile of sand on the ground yeah. and, and probably be really hard to hit. So if I had to like come up with my team of six for my for my <laughs> ground gym, like I think that definitely Palosand and Golurk because Golurk is cool too. Yeah, it is. I, I just have to it's like a, a huge colossus. And the type, reason right. I used to have it on my team is cuz it could learn fly. Yeah. Now you don't have to worry about that anymore. Right. So Palosand becomes an option. Mm-hmm. So it's cool stuff. Um so those Pokémon I'm a, I'm a ground person. Although I do kind of want to do a playthrough with a Super Diva bitch team that yeah. has just like all like the female diva Pokémon. <laughs> I think that would be super fun. Serena. Yeah, the, uh, Serena. Well, and then also the the a lot of the fairy types. And then there's also... I don't know if I have a favorite Pokemon type. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, it's weird. But again, it shows how versatile the game is. Yeah. Like, me, I'm like ground type gym leader. That's what I would be. Okay, let's let's move on. Uh, okay. Go to Nintendo characters. Mario Kart. Yoshi. We Versa. are... For those who don't know, we have T-shirts for our Mario Kart. <laughs> that's team. how I'm much wearing mine right that's, now. That's how much of uh, nerd that we, we are, are. The green team. Green team. Uh, we play together. Championship racing. A lot. Champion. Green team. Championship racing. I always play as Yoshi. I always play as Luigi. Yeah, we're the green team, and our coach is Tracy, Tracy Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> who? That's not true. How did that even but come about? Tracy, if you want to come, yeah. coach us in Mario Kart. We just imagine that, that Tracy Morgan would be the type of person yeah. that would coach a championship. Yeah. Mario I'm, Kart racing team. I'm not team. gonna do a Tracy Morgan impression because I don't have one. I don't know that I have one either. But imagine him like telling you what to do when you're playing Mario Kart, and <laughs> it's all good. We also have commentators. Yeah, that's right. We also uh, have we're Hal and, Hal and Barry <laughs> that are the commentators that seemingly only commentate on Green Team. Yeah, they don't really only talk about have us. knowledge about the other racers. They don't care about the other racers at all. <laughs> so we're nerds. All right. Uh, th- that's real. That's all real stuff that we do, and we do own these t-shirts. Yep. And okay, so here's the th- here's another thing. I'm gonna say I only play as Luigi because Nintendo dropped the ball and didn't use my go-to character. Waluigi. 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 That's real disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> and so, isn't that his voice though? No, it's Waluigi. Oh, it's that's it's much like better. Nasal. That's much brighter than uh, mine. Mine yeah. was like this is like a gremlin. Yeah, if he's being strangled. His <laughs> last, his last words. Apparently, are his own name. Too, he can only say his own name. <laughs> so that's the thing that yeah. happened just now. Cool. 
So, yeah, but they didn't include Waluigi. So, Nintendo, if you can hear this, include you have, Waluigi, like, a man. month before the new Mario Kart comes out. You have Link, but you don't have Waluigi? What is this? Fix it. What is this? War- Wario and Waluigi. Fix it. Fix it. All right. Fix but it. I did I did love the the Luigi, like, shade face yeah, that's from, like, funny. the videos. So, I started playing as Luigi. And it's pretty worked funny. out pretty well. Yeah. Go to Nintendo character for Mario Party. Mario Party, probably yeah. Yoshi still. I like Yoshi quite a bit. I like, I oh, I just think he's such a cute little character. So I try to be Yoshi. If I can't be Yoshi, my other go-to would either be Luigi, actually. Or, uh, barring that, maybe Birdo? Okay. Do you remember? I like the little animal characters more than I like the human characters, I think. Do you remember the rumor when we were in, like, I want to say, like, elementary school, middle school? That yeah, in the original Pokemon Red and Blue, that yeah, that, that Yoshi was an unlock. Like, I do was remember that there were a bunch of those kind of weird rumors going about. Which wasn't Mew true. is a rumor. Mew, I had it was only a, you a, had to get it through a Nintendo yeah, event. It was an event Pokemon, but there's that that crazy rumor that you could push the the. Yep. Tried that so many truck. times. Yeah, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Like and that was on the internet. Like mm-hmm. reputable sites posted that. Yeah, and then then and then I think it was Nintendo actually trolling. Yeah. Uh, with the Yoshi thing. Yeah. I think they trolled some people. Yeah. Like it was like what was it Dragonite that you level it up to hundred or something like that. Something or? like that. Yeah. I mean, you can catch a Yoshi. There was like ways to catch a Yoshi, but you couldn't catch a Yoshi. Right. It's not a Pokemon. Right. Anyways, uh, my Mario Party character. Thanks for asking. <laughs> is Dragonite. Waluigi. What's your favorite Mario Party character? <laughs> All right, last one. I'm so selfish. Go to characters. Okay. <laughs> Super Smash Bros. Yeah, Super Smash Bros. Um, not Yoshi, even though you can play as Yoshi. But yeah. Yoshi is, is a frustrating character to play in, in Super Smash Bros. It's not gender specific. When I okay, so it, it actually took a progression. So in the first ever N sixty four game, yeah, I was Luigi because he had that like black hole punch thing that like you get right up next to somebody and then you just like sky uppercut them to, to 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 heaven and then they go away. Um I like that that's what it's called. They go away. They yeah, don't they, die. They, they go don't away. fall off the map. They go away. They go away. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Uh, they fall off the world. And then uh, respawn. Um, I would like you to go away now. <laughs> go away. Boom. <laughs> I, I, from there, from then on, I like having characters with swords. So Marth um, was my uh, guy for a long time because I like I liked his swords. And then the most recent iteration of Super Smash Shulk. Brothers. Yeah, I like Shulk. He's sure, got this Shulk. big sword, big ass sword. I like it. I like it. It's fun. Um, but I also just like to play with some of the random weird characters. So in the most recent version, I like playing as the Wii Fit Yoga person. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. fun because they've got like, like death by yoga. Yeah, death by yoga moves. They like do salute the sun and like a like they have this fireball that forms in their belly button. It's pretty funny. Which is if yoga worked like that, actually, I would a lot yoga. of more people would do yoga. I would do yoga. Yeah. I play as Sonic, thanks for asking. <laughs> I'm so selfish. Zero. You're an 0-4. I'm so selfish. You're going back to the minors. I'm so selfish. Uh, so in my in the first one. Adam, what's your favorite <laughs> character to so play as? I think you're right that there's a progression to it. So yeah. in the N64 version, I was almost exclusively Samus. Samus is a fun character to play as. And then after the in the in the GameCube version. That was the only character with a charge gun in the first yeah. game, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then in in the in the second one, the GameCube version, I was almost exclusively either uh, Captain Falcon or That's Ganondorf. A fun one. Captain Falcon's a fun one to play with. 
And then in the third one, I jumped into using Sonic quite mm-hmm. a bit. And then in the most recent one, I've become a Robin player. Because cool. I like to snipe. I like to yeah. just stand off to the side, charge up his yeah. power shot. And, and, and then snipe just, people. And I usually That's play fun. as female Robin. But, and still just like snipe people. And then like when people come near me, just shoot the fire out and try to keep them away. I like, go away! Ah! <laughs> I remember when I first played the N64 game and, and Captain Falcon with a huge punch. I did not realize that that's not canon. That that's just what they put <laughs> into that game so that he was, had anything so, like, to do. you played F-Zero, you were like super Yeah, I never played F-Zero. Like, but yeah, like, I Falcon was like, <laughs> wait, he just drives a, a race car around? <laughs> What, what when does he start punching people <laughs> and he never does and he never does why is he racing in this minor uh event league when he could be out <laughs> yeah. saving the world with his pyrokinetics just boxing <laughs> and super kicks and... <laughs> yeah this is disappointing it is nintendo <laughs> utilize your assets better <laughs> So, yeah. All right. I think that's probably a good place to leave it. Probably. I think that's time. This has so, been a fun episode. I like talking about been, video games. Yeah, I like playing them. I like good. talking about them. Yeah. So that's the Q&A podcast. We will probably be back to make it up for up to those of you who care about when you release these <laughs> because we skipped two weeks. So it's been a month. Yeah, since we might our do last one next one. weekend. Is that? The uh, thing? I think we're gonna do one next weekend. Our guest. Uh, we have a couple of guests coming up. So yeah. I won't ruin who it is because I don't know who's going to happen first. Yeah. But we do have we, a... we were supposed to have two different separate people. Today. That agreed. Yeah, that we're going to be one on the podcast. One of them, I changed they... the time in my calendar today yeah. and accidentally sent an email to, the, to Allie. And uh-huh. she like, emailed me this morning and was like, I'm not coming today in the morning. <laughs> I was like, no, you weren't supposed to. Sorry. <laughs> so so yeah. we will be back soon. Thank you for listening Also, to our today. other guest, get well soon. Yeah. I'm so sorry you're sick. Yeah, she's sick. Mm. All right. See so, you all soon. Uh, Lots Q&A, of love. Q&A session podcast. Can you let me finish the wrap up? Okay, geez. Sorry. Just ask me a question about my life for one second. Hey, Adam, what's your favorite <laughs> character to play in this game? I mean, you are the A, so it doesn't, I mean, it's in character for you to never guess, ask to me. To never ask a life. single question. <laughs> to get angry that you're not asking me more questions. Just sit there in silence while you are waiting for me to ask you anything, and I'm just thinking to myself, why isn't he asking me more questions about me? <laughs> All right. This um, is very rude of him. So check us out. You can subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. That helps our, our ratings. Yeah. And you can also subscribe, or I guess you can like follow or favorite or something. I don't know how it works, but SoundCloud. SoundCloud. You can check us out on SoundCloud. Also, uh, each of us has social media. I am at adam kudashat and i am at jd atkins with the t with the, the t jd atkins at jd atkins yeah you can follow us you can interact with us we had somebody request a guest yeah uh that was fun yeah so we're working on it he yeah. lives he lives uh, a distance a distance away georgia yeah. i think georgia yeah. georgia i'm yeah. not going there yeah it's not brown people friendly oh yeah so We'll have to come to oh, us. Oh, America. Yeah. So, but we will uh, We will be back. We will have guests. We will have fun. Make sure More you fun. follow More us on guests. social media, especially if you want to see the picture of the pop-up book that I took, because <laughs> that exists. Uh, and stay tuned, because we will be hopefully back at you next week yeah. with a whole new episode and a whole new guest. Yeah. We're excited. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.